This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is uh, Jay Har with the special edition of Amazing Mets. Love my podcast. I guess it's what you call cross-pollination, right? I think that's kind of the word, yeah. Mark Lueno, Mets Up, James Shiano. Listen, my podcast, Amazing Mets Love My Podcast, is a tongue twister. Mets Up, what are we talking about here? A little bit easier, a little bit easier, a little but, bit quicker. But if you go it quickly, it's something else, right? Yeah, it's also it's a little difficult because, like me, some other New Yorkers, we have trouble with T's. Yes. We talk so quickly. Yeah. So it just sounds like messed up. You yeah. You know what I mean? So up. It's not messed up, though, right? No. Okay, good. I'm glad because I, I don't want to get us fired. The official <laughs> podcast of the Mets. Yeah. A year ago, two years ago, you were in the stands watching the game. This year, you're interviewing players. How did that come about? Well, I mean, sadly, two years ago, no one was in the stands watching games. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. Well, that's, well, that was cool. That's true. Very good. Yeah, Very good, no, I was, Very I was good. making a joke. But I mean, we just. We just, Mark and I lived together for a year in Astoria. Right. After he graduated college, I moved back from living in Columbus, Ohio for a few years. And we're just both psycho baseball fans, right. both woefully obsessed with the Mets. We had this idea to just start the show just because why not? Mark has his YouTube channel. I've been blogging and tweeting and writing. Stuff giraffe like Neck Mark? Yes, That's Giraffe Neck Mark. The neck, I know. Everyone says it. Yeah. Not as long as they expect. It's not, it's not a Giraffe Neck. No. Okay. I, th- I think as I've put on weight, it's oh, made, good. a little it's, bit it's more a normal. nice looking neck, Mark. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then we just went from there. We just started doing it every twice a week after every single series. Mark edited the videos. I edited the audio. We both right. ran the social media accounts and just... Kept going, kept going, kept going, and until kind of popped. I heard the story that the two things that brought you to our attention was after the lockout ended, you got a lot of attention, and about the Max Scherzer trade, you got a lot of attention. You guys want to take me through that? Yeah, so Twitter had a new feature, Twitter Spaces, and I had seen people using it, and I was like, yeah, let's just try it for the Max Scherzer, because that was the one that ended up happening first. And... It just popped off. I think we had, what, four or 5,000 people, I think, yeah, listening to us? More at certain times. As we were talking deep into the night, it was like, what, 2 a.m., I think, when yeah. we wrapped up. There's some players in there. Jack Flaherty was in there. Um, I think D.L. Hall. Wait, they interview, you interviewed them? Or? No, they were just listening in right. on our live stream, just yeah. listening to us talk about baseball. Kind of really, it was just talking about the Mets, really, because we were just talking about Max Scherzer. And then Twitter, the spaces, has a feature where listeners can chime in. Like, people can raise their hand, and you can pick on them to ask questions. And people were just asking us, other things about the offseason, their right. team's outlook, their mm-hmm. farm systems, prospects, and we just kind of went. It was from like 7 p.m. until almost 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, both did, of them. Yeah, we did like seven straight hours of just baseball content nonstop. So you didn't know what was going to happen when you did it, right? Oh, no, no clue. We no thought chance. we'd get like 30, 40 people in there, and it just went. Yeah, why, we, do you, why do you think it hit so well? I mean, why do you think it... Uh... I think a combination of two things. One, it was such a big moment, especially the Max Scherzer for a big fan base of the New York Mets, everybody was kind of, we called it a watch party because that's what it kind of felt like. Everybody was waiting. We were updating with all the tweets from all the different reporters that were happening. Like, minute by minute, if you knew something, we were talking about it. So it just probably was 
a combination of an exciting event along with you could get all the information at once at one place. But see, you have Buster only, John Heyman, a lot of, and it wasn't like you were the only one as this person, the information, right? You think because you had it all together, that was it? We, we said jokes for a while that we had like the most popular Twitter space, not even about baseball ever, for a right. certain amount of months, basically until there was like a big college football story, yeah. I think, and the Barstool guys raided the Twitter space back in the spring. But I think we're just accessible, you know? Like we were taking questions from anybody who wanted to ask. Like Joe Fan would be able to go. Absolutely. Exactly. Everyone just asked, and you, we, we could talk to you about anything. Like we're talking about the Mets and Max Scherzer. If you want to talk to us about the Detroit Tigers, or the Seattle Mariners, right. or the Washington Nationals, like we'll have an answer for you. And we're just here for everyone to hang out. And luckily, a lot of other creators who we were. We're both connected with, jumped in. Our space went to their following when they logged in. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, of course. I have no freaking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they might, Jay. No, I don't know. I do. I have no idea what you're talking about. So, I mean, did, did any players call in? or we did, like you said, Any John? players call in? We didn't have, I don't think, any players specifically chime in uh, on what was going on. But we had some former guys we did try and chime in guys, yeah. um, that you know felt like they could give a spin on what was going on. We had a lot of bigger baseball personalities, I would say, more so than players chiming in. Yeah. But, I mean, throughout the night, if you, like, looked at the viewer list, which you could see, right. it would sort it by who had the most followers right. if you had a check mark, And you would see just different Major League Baseball players hanging out, comedians, musicians. Like, it was... Any good with Jack Benny on there? I don't think so. <laughs> Jack Gleason, no? No, none of those guys. <laughs> They're all dead. Yeah, Jackie Gleason's very dead. Jackie Gleason. Well, <laughs> when did you Jack get the call, you know, to, hey... Next step from what you're doing to be the official, twi- uh, you know, uh, podcast with the Mets. Well, we um right when the season was getting started, right after the lockout ended, we were just we had grown a decent amount in the off season, despite right. the lack of baseball news. And we started talking with Darren from the Seven Line, yep. who was a friend of Mark for a while. He's become right. a friend of mine. We love going to games with Seven Line, going to events, going to pre games down by the marina. Yeah, lots and of fun. And he was like, "Hey, like I don't have much to offer you guys, but I know I can get you some more eyes. I could probably get you sponsors down the line. I think right. we could have a mutually." An official partnership here. We do something together. And we're like, yeah, that's a great idea. And our season preview episode, like the first week of April, we announced this partnership with the Seven Line, this graphic, all this, this is stuff. April this year, right? Yes. yes. This is a month after the lockout right. ended, April this year. And then the day we released that episode, I think the day right as the Major League Baseball season started, that yes. afternoon, we got a direct message from uh, someone named Steve Peralt, who was at Odyssey. He was a uh, good friend of ours, but um, he basically told us that they were trying to sign deals with podcasts with team partnerships right. and if we'd be interested in doing that for the Mets and I remember I texted you I was like <laughs> you want to do this right you're interested in working with no, the I Mets think, I think you sent me something like oh my god you think this is real <laughs> and it was like yeah maybe it is and then from there we had a couple calls with uh, Steve some other Odyssey people some Mets yeah. people and the ball just started getting rolling it happened so, so when did it officially start when was it Mets connection we worked on it for I feel like three or four Three, three, three months, months or so, yeah. and I feel like it was, what, the middle of June, right? Middle of June is when it actually began. Was it the Marlins series that on Monday, I think, right? Was yeah, yeah that was the first one we officially did here with them. Yeah. Because yeah, that was that weird, weird, strange Monday, yeah, Monday day game. I forgot. We met those two nice guys in yes. the stands down the field level. We were chopping it up with them for like an hour. But yeah, that was it, middle of June. So you work for the club now, right? Yes. Are you guys homers or what? I mean, you kind of have to be. Right? I've, I've been called uh, very biased oh, by a lot of not that, not that we weren't before, but now it's like it's extra incentive. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. 
Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, so I saw you did an interview with Scherzer, right? Very good guy. I don't really know because I work with the old – I'm an older yeah, guy. I work with the older players. So so he pitches. You do an interview with him. Are you worried? I mean, <laughs> what did you say after the playoffs? Uh, oh, we didn't do anything. I mean, about we just said like, I mean, as honest as we could, like, he just didn't pitch his best game. Like, right. he knows that. I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna say anything about Max Scherzer as, as a person or as right. a player, the whole body of work. But I mean, anyone, any person who's watched baseball at all for the last decade plus knows right. that that Friday night, Max Scherzer did not pitch his best game. Yeah. I think, and it's easy to say that and not really causes any kind of strife with anybody while also maybe people respecting your opinion. Yes, we try to make sure that like whatever we say doesn't feel personal. We want to make sure that it's no, very and much. And that ever should be. Yeah, no. Let me give you an great example. Bob Murphy, probably being way too young to remember. Bob Murphy was a radio guy, the original guy was Lydie Nelson, Ralph Kiner. He he never made his interviews personal. He would criticize, but in a nice way, would players to know you've been criticizing. And players never turned down into with Bob Murphy or Ralph Kiner or even Howie Rose, you know, those guys. You, you guys did Howie Rose, right? Yeah, 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 it was awesome. Great, great guy. I mean, Incredible. I'm supposed to be the meta historian. Howie knows 100 times more than I do. <laughs> Howie knows 100 times more than most people have ever walked on this earth. About, like, <laughs> between Mets, Rangers, Islanders, he's a, he's a freak of nature. It's an encyclopedia. You guys were fans. How did, when you sat down with Scherzer, you know, I'm, I was a Willie Mays fan growing up. I can imagine if I have interviewed him. How did it feel when you sat down with him? He, he like made a, you feel comfortable. Oh, you know, so, so comfortable. And he said, let's have fun with this. That was For sure. Yeah, he, uh, we had been talking about, like, you know, through working with the Mets, we had been like, okay, Scherzer could be coming today. We could be talking to Scherzer. Probably so, been like three or four times where we'd go down there and be like, you might get Scherzer, and then be like, all right, we didn't get Scherzer. And like, yeah. on this day, he was like, first I have to go do something. So he thought he kind of like yeah. blew us off, like, ah, I'm busy today. Right. Like, I, I can't do it. And then all of a sudden, we see him walking down. He's like, all right, let's do it. And we're looking for our camera guy scrambling. So yeah. that kind of, I think, took away a lot of the nervousness. I like yeah. the way he did it because when he quotes superstars, they don't make you feel like you're doing him a favor, like they're doing you a favor. You know, he did it very relaxed and let's have fun with it. And he spent a lot of time with you, right? For sure. And but like since we knew something like this was probably going to happen for like a month, and it, not that it had been teased, but like we've been told it was likely that right. it happened at some point this season. Like I went back and tried to look at old – Interviews he did in articles, podcasts, like television, and like you could just see how congenial and respectful of a guy he is. Who else did you do? I mean, you did Naquin, right? I mean, Naquin, Bassett, Nito. Um, we did Trevor May in the offseason. Trevor right. May, yeah, that was before even with the that Mets. Was that was a good Mets. interview. Canna. Yeah, yeah Canna. Thomas Nee is one of the few guys I know on the team. I used to be the regular PR guy for 38 years, mm-hmm. and I've been gone for like four years. I know DeGrom, Nimmo, Nino. I know uh, Jeremy Hefner and Glenn Sherlock. It's really remarkable to turn out. And uh, when you're on the field, do you try and go out on your own, or you wait for people to bring stuff to you. You know, we just like as fuck. We it was so new to us at the beginning, and we so I think were not wanting to like step out of our zone yeah. as guys with like temporary badges who were like wearing backpacks and like t-shirts <laughs> and jerseys to these, compared to the other journals out there. We just wanted to like make sure that the players knew they could feel comfortable with us. Like, oh, yeah. We weren't gonna 
ask a question that like some of the you know the more like distinguished established older journalists were going right. to say like we want to have fun and we want to let give you the space to say something that you might not be able to say in another interview because yeah. to us that's compelling and to our listeners that's yeah. great content and i feel like from our experience too like we never want to be like gotcha no like, god, that's, god forbid. that's never anything we want to do so we want those guys to want to come back on our show if we want to speak to them again if did they ask you did, like would sure they ever say how can i listen to this or did anybody have me ask or um, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think Mc, McNeil's really, the, and Trevor May would be yeah, the only yeah. ones, but McNeil, when we saw him on the field, because I had a relationship with him during COVID where I would help him out with his Twitch streams, uh, when uh, he saw us, he was like, me, what's a Twitch stream? Gaming, video games, <laughs> video games. Me. And he's playing video games so people can watch him while he's yeah. live. Playing video games live. Yeah. Live. So when he saw us, he like congratulated us. He was like, congrats on the podcast. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. No, that, was, that was a genuine moment. The fact that like a baseball player walked up to us and was like, great job, guys. You, you did your stuff after every series? I every mean, series. Yep. What are your plans for next? Are you to change it around or do the same thing? Not that you're I'm, legitimate. You we, we like the every series thing just because I feel like a series is a good. It's a right. good basket of games, right. and like in, in terms of like watching as a fan, as a player, as a coach, as a front office executive, like you kind of take in a lot of the season in your right. series. You want to win your series. Mets did a really good job of that during the regular season this year. So we kind of like taking that snapshot of the two, three, four games, sometimes five, in a rare instance like this year, and we get we flush it and move on to the next one. And I think it's also we really like to dive deep into these games. Because we're not doing it every day, but we do have it every series. So we want to make sure that we cover all the things that are important. Where sometimes when you do a week long podcast, if you're talking about a week's worth of games, you right. can miss a lot of the I don't want to yeah. say minutia, but little things that happen. Oh yeah, because there's sometimes there's a decision that happens in the seventh inning of a game that maybe didn't impact that game right. itself, but like you could kind of see like the foreshadowing of how that decision would impact the decision down the line. That right. might be more important the way a player was used, that that kind of stuff. If somebody told me you don't think David Wright was a good player. Is that true? I don't think anyone said that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I got bad information? <laughs> That's his so. favorite player. Yeah, his, oh, I was yeah, just kidding. Yeah, I love David. Let I me say this. It's, I worked with David for his whole career, and as good a player as he was, he was a hundred times better person. Yeah, everyone says that. He founded his own foundation when he was 20. His father was a policeman and did a lot of charity work. And Except for the injuries, to me, he would be... He's just 39. I think he's 40 oh, yeah. in November. Oh, December. God. And you know, right on the plane for a Hall of Fame. Yeah, know. I mean, he was he was so incredibly talented, and like even the the sample that we got to watch him play, like that's still incredible as a Mets fan. He was also just so important to the franchise as a person. Like he was just that exact perfect superstar that everyone. He, he about. got it. You know the expression? He got it. He, yeah. he was great with the media. Yep. He was more meaningful to stand in front of his locker when he had a bad game. Like he would take the brunt. Like when locker room works, the pitcher usually is the first guy there, but he. Always took the bullet. He said, "Let me, let me answer this." Like, we got no, we got one hitted. He would stand in front of his locker, but he didn't like to talk about himself. And his last couple of years when he played, he had to take two, two, two and a half hours to get ready for a game, and he worked so hard to get ready for that last game because he wanted to get on the field for his young kids, you know. And he he worked so hard to get there, but he's still a close friend. But really, he's. Uh, Hopefully you get a chance to. You've never really interviewed him, then. No, no, never even. Not even really. Not even ever interviewed him <laughs> at all. High on the list. Yeah. I had yeah, probably my number one. I had a moment where um I was visiting friends out in Los Angeles this past spring, and right. they live in Santa Monica. And I think David now lives somewhere around there. Right, he does. And um we were just at some sports bar to watch March Madness, and it was like a New York-ish sports bar. They had Mets stuff, Yankee stuff, Jets right. stuff, Giants stuff all over. And I'm wearing a Mets shirt. My friend was wearing a Mets hat. Just a random day, March. Getting excited for the season. Some random guy walks up to us. He goes, oh, are you guys Mets fans? We were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? He was like, he wouldn't believe it. David Wright left here 20 minutes ago. <laughs> right. 
I was like, no way. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't even focus on the basketball. I was beside myself. I missed like one of my heroes by less than a half hour. Yeah, he's, I mean, hopefully you get a Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Chance to mean anything different for next year or, you know, I mean, probably just organization coming into the, in the yeah. mid middle of the season. It was right. like we had to hit the ground running. Yeah. Like our first day that we signed the papers, we were doing an episode. Right. So we had we wanted to be able to like use this off season, plan more things out, get as much bonus content as we possibly can for our listeners. More player stuff, hopefully spring training, and then just kind of be more comfortable. In our spring training is really the best time to go. It's more relaxed. Yeah. You okay. know, it's you can do other things on the minor league complex, and you know, and the, the players have more time. And it's mm -hmm. more. Close with the fans and everything. Yeah. You're trying to get a chance to go down there. You know, I have a personal seat of Chili's down there. <laughs> no, I do. I have my own table of Chili's. What's your go-to? Uh, Southwestern egg rolls. Oh, nice. Southwestern okay. ribs, yeah. a little clam chatter, and a diet coke. I like to mix wow. in the diet coke. That's all one. All one. <laughs> I rotate a little bit. I'm, I'm a sizzling fajitas man myself. Um, but you have to go to Chili's. You see my, you know, my Cameron and Cliff Floyd had a table. I have a table right next to them. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. But. Are you guys a big Jets fan to her, too? I'm a big he Jets is. fan. Marcus Com Commanders Commanders, fan. yeah. I'm a big Giants fan. I've seen nice. since 1958. Wow. And you like college football, too, I heard? Love college yes, football. Yes, definitely. I'm Ohio State Buckeye. Yeah, I'm, I'm Notre Dame. I got to be oh. touchdown Jesus last year. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so What's first, you, first you comment on his neck, then you used to use the phrase touchdown Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty unbelievable. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I'm a South Carolina fan, but if you're a Notre Dame fan... Uh, how'd, how'd you come to be a South Carolina fan? I went to school there. I went to school there for... Uh, Five years. It took a victory lap. <laughs> Can't say four no, years. It wasn't right. true. Right. A couple courses. Yeah, just Mark also <laughs> built a business in the meantime. Yeah, I was, I was the busy. YouTube channel. He did. He did. Okay I had, I had other priorities. So how, how do you get two hundred forty thousand people on your YouTube channel? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> you gotta make videos people want to watch. Yeah. I mean, I know that sounds simple, but there was a while where, like, I mean, I had been doing it for two or three years, and I was sitting around like thirty thousand, and I was like, "What is happening? Why can't I get that push?" I started talking about you know actual baseball uh, a little more seriously and in a way that's more entertaining to people and all of a sudden the numbers started taking off so I'm super lucky that people still want to hear what I have to say about teams even though I am the biased Mets fan. You think you get to go to spring training hopefully you're trying to get I mean, I'd love to. Yeah, I hope so, right? Yeah. <laughs> hopefully uh, <laughs> we put we put, it, we put it in the word. We, I mean, I think a lot of people are vouching for us. Yeah, I'd like to go for sure. It's so, fun. So when did you start you started doing this 2 years ago? March of 21. 20, yeah, so March 29. Could you, wherever you come to uh, November of 2022, is it unbelievable where you guys come from? It's, it's, it's shocking. I wake up every single day and can't even comprehend what's going on yeah. in my like, life. We get to say that 
We work for the Mets. We get to talk to the Mets players. Like, be having the tag of, like, the official podcast of the New York Mets for a Mets Dude, fan. I'm insulted, by the way. <laughs> I've been here for 42 years. I'm not the official anything. No, I mean, you, no, you're no, official I, everything, no, Jay. No, 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 you're no. like the mayor of City no, Field. We're still trying to get verified on Twitter. Yeah, well, we got yeah. it. It's, it's unbelievable what we've come from to where we are now, and we can't wait to keep going because, yeah. like, in our first year, we felt like so much has happened and we've been able to 